Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Welcome, fans. Another edition of Still Nation Live Lunchtime Fix. You got Big Tiz, Big O right here, rocking the mic. Hey, guys, there's a lot of things we got to talk about, so we're going to get it in and get it in fast. Right now, you know, the Steelers, they got the Hall of Fame game. The Steelers are versus the uh, Minnesota Vikings, Big Ben versus Teddy Bridgewater, and the rest of the crew. Yep, that would be August 9th, Sunday night, 8 o'clock game. I, I believe it's on NBC. It's going to be a great game to watch. Hopefully, Big Tiz and I will be there. Well, you know what? We, we're going to try our best to be there. You know what? Try to get a lot of interviews in if we could while we're there. We get what we can get, you know, for you fans out there. And actually, you know what? Going into the Hall of Fame, you know, with Bettis, you know, being the man, getting getting his his due justice, finally getting into the Hall of Fame, it's a great day for a lot of Steeler fans. So if you can be there, be there with Big Tiz and Big O. Yeah, August. That's August. It kicks off August seventh, eighth, and the game is August ninth, Sunday, like we just said. I'm pretty sure the inauguration is going to be on the 8th, that's Saturday, and probably, you know, pre-inauguration, you know, festivities Friday night, just, to, you know, the, the wine and dine kind of stuff. Exactly. But you know what? Then comes the regular season. But one thing before we talk about the regular season, we want to talk about the Steelers. The Steelers right now, they'll be going into the 2015 season with the hardest schedule in the NFL, and not just the hardest schedule, they are ranked number one because of the strength of the schedule. Yeah, I think uh, the Atlanta Falcons are ranked 32. And uh, just a little taste of what we got going on. We got the, the teams we're playing this year, but right now the, the dates aren't set in stone. So um, the away, let's do the away games first, Big Tiz. The away games going to be against the Broncos. I'm sorry, that's a home game with the Broncos. The away game is going to be the Chiefs. The Chargers, the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Patriots. And I'm pretty sure the the game against the Patriots is going to be the opening day game. I'm pretty sure of that. Yeah, you know what? They always want to set it up for a barn burner, and that should be the one. And that's going to be a game, if it is the, uh, the start of the season for the Steelers, that's going to be a rough one going in. Number one, because their main man, Le'Veon Bell, is not going to be there. He's out two games. The first two games, absolutely. Um, the the games we got at home, we got the Broncos at home, the Raiders at home, the Cardinals at home, the 49ers, and uh, Andrew Luck, and them dang Colts. <laughs> like I said, and then, you know, we have the customary, uh, usual in-house guys we play, you know, the Cleveland Browns, the uh, Baltimore Ravens, and the rest of the crew. So that's the usual, as you should know about if you're a football fan. And we got those games coming up. But as we talked about earlier, the big thing is going to be the first two games of the season, Le'Veon Bell, he's going to be out, two-game suspension, and also 15 months probation. Oh, well, we saw what happens uh, to players who get caught up in the drugs and the alcohol. We got Josh Gordon two years in a row, and the first year was, you know, was based on his drug use and abuse. Uh, the, the second suspension is due to alcohol. 
So anytime you have any kind of alcoholic beverage in you, any you, you test it randomly, and that could be hopefully not in uh, Bell's case, but I don't want to see another Josh Gordon. You know what I mean? It's it's come on, Tiz. You're, you're surrounded. I mean, the NFL. Here's what I don't understand: the NFL promotes alcohol left and right. You got Coors Light, you got Budweiser, you got all those beer companies promoting alcohol, but then they tell you 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 have to abstain from drinking it. I don't know, is that hypocrisy or what? Well, you know what? That's a lot about what Josh Gordon, the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, receiver, was arguing about was the fact that they promote all these things, but yet if you partake in any of the things that they promote, they get they get upset about it. You know what? You know they have an image to portray out there, even if it is you know. Being an older fan, you should know that it's a false image. You know what I mean? It's an image out there. Everybody always portrays this image as if they're, you know, this good squeak, squeaky clean type of player or person or, you know, type of league. But, you know, let's come on. Let's be real. There's guys out there that do drugs. There's guys out there that do a lot of things out there in the NFL. We all know about it, but we love the game so much. Let's be real. That's what it's all about. It's about football. Yeah, absolutely right. Now, I can understand if, if you have an issue with drugs, the PEDs and all that stuff, you know, you need help for that. But what I don't understand, unless you're a raging alcoholic, I mean, if that was one of your, your issues, you had a couple DWIs and, you know, you've had a couple run-ins with the law, you know, at bars and stuff and, you know, fights and altercations due to the fact that you're inebriated, you can't control your alcohol, that's understandable. But while you're on probation and in you have like a glass of wine or a beer now and then, you know, with dinner. I don't see how that can justify any kind of suspension. I think it's ridiculous. Well, you know, along with that, like I said, the 15-month probation, he he puts himself into the first-time offenders program, and with that, they strip him. Up, they strip Le'Veon of his uh, license. He he cannot have a, he cannot drive for at least 60 days right now as it goes. But you know, we all know what kind of you know that's really. Let me tell you something, too. I'm making the money this guy's making. Somebody's driving me anyway. Exactly. That's what it all comes down to. And the fact that Le'Veon Bell, a great runner, a heck of a running back, let's hope that the Steelers can find ways to get past that first two games without Le'Veon Bell. And we do have some journeymen there from last year. You know, hopefully they can come in and fill that void for the first two games. Well, you know, I'm in love with this Josh Harris guy. I mean, he's got, like we talked about last season, he's a Willie Parker and – um and Mendenhall all wrapped up in one. Just this guy needs a lot, a lot more chances, some more touches with the football to, to prove to everybody this guy can do it. I mean, a couple of times he's touched the ball. He's ran the ball over 20, 30 yards each carry. I mean, he's averaging 4.7 yards a carry for some guy who they just got off the practice squad. So I just – it's beyond me. I really don't think you should look that high in the draft for a running back, even though now we're – I don't know they're switching switching uh, wheels here. First they're talking about uh, defensive back, and then they're talking about well we need a wide receiver to complement, you know all the receivers we have now. And now they're talking about running back because we're going to be missing Le- Le'Veon for the first two games. Well, like I said, the, I, the feeling to me I think out there is you do need a bruiser back. We let we let go of uh, our running back to go over to New England, which you know I uh, agree was, with that. You totally. know what I, I agree because you. Know, I don't care how good you are, but when you come to a situation like that and you start, you know, inf- influencing the, the the other players with, you know, like uh, marijuana stuff. I'm saying that Le'Veon Bell was a clean kid before this, but it just with Bunt's track record, I I just don't think that he was a good role model for for the young Steelers coming in and how we're changing the outlook of the 
the Steelers organization for younger and better players. Exactly. Other other big things is huge on the Steelers horizon. Contract talks with Big Ben. A lot of people out there, that's the main thing where the Steelers have to get done this season. You know what? And in this contract talks, you know, you look at you look at the semantics of it. Roethlisberger, 33 years old. He's turning 33 years old this year. You know, is that, is that old for a quarterback? Is that young for a quarterback? Is that maturing for a quarterback? It's a lot of questions the Steelers have to ask. But he's the first player in Steelers franchise history to win a league passing title. Final year of his eight-year, $102 million contract. There are a lot of things the Steelers have to look at. I'm not, I'm not worried about his age at all because I'm, what I'm worrying about is the beatings he's been taking in his 11-year career by holding on to the ball. And, you know, we could, we could beat a dead horse to why he holds on to the ball. But you, you've seen in the past, it's so hard to get this guy down. And if the receivers can get open, you know, just, just for a second, he always seems to find them. But when he has time, that's when he screws up. That's when he throws the, you know, the big interceptions. But age, I, I, I don't think, is a factor. His body recovering, I think that is. Well, I, I agree with you totally on that part. And the fact is the GM and uh, a lot of the upper stiller management believe that Roethlisberger hasn't even hit his real full stride yet. You know, he's a 33-year-old quarterback, and right now they have it in place to where they have their, their maturing line and the receiving core that they have right now. Ben is kind of poised to actually start to maybe even get a, get a title coming. Yeah, I give the man what he deserves. I mean, he's, you know, he's taken us to the, you know, the Super Bowl a couple times. I mean, you know, a, a couple bumps along the way. But this is, I mean, this is the guy you want for your future. You you can't give up on him. There's too much in, too much vested in this guy right now. And you're looking at quarterbacks like uh, Eli Manning is uh, poised to get over $20 million a year. Come on. I mean, if he gets that, I mean, Ben should get at least, at least, Three million more than him, three to four. I, I agree with you totally on that, especially with that guy getting that type of money. But Ben is actually uh, set to hit this year $18.395 million with this contract of the final phase of that contract with Big Ben. And the Steelers are going to have to find ways, creative ways, to make more cap room for this to get done. Well, we could say goodbye to Ike Taylor. Um, and Troy Palomalo, he's... He's going to be a Steeler for life, and I don't. I think this because the the love of the game that this guy has for football, uh, he probably play play for peanuts. So I don't see any kind of you know like um, contract disputes with Palomalo. He's gonna he's gonna adjust it. He'll get paid in the long run. You know how the Steelers do this. They work their magic, and um, is uh, the other guys come back? Brett Kiesel, big operation. He'll be ready to go, that shoulder operation, Harrison. I expect Harrison to come back to one more year. And granted, they want they want the money. They'll get the money, but I think they'll adjust it to, to how the Rooneys want to, you know, spread it out. Well, you know, like like those guys, they do have to be realistic in the fact that they'll get some money, but they're not going to get this exorbitant huge amount of money. They'll get money that will suffice due to their age, due, due to the years they've been in the NFL, and in, and in the decline somewhat of some of their play because they don't play every snap and they can't. No. <clears throat> and um, and uh, not to switch the topic here, but um, yeah, the contract is going to be huge. Ben deserves it. He's going to get it. But um, another Steeler, ex Steeler, let's talk about the bus again. The Hall, of, the Hall of Fame. We we touched base on it last time we did the show, and we you know we don't want to bore you with his accolades and you know over 30, almost fourteen thousand. Uh, yards on the ground rushing, 
you know, he deserves to be in the hall. But there's a lot of critics out there, Big Tiz, who who, who say that uh, he shouldn't be in the hall. Well, a lot of a lot of critics out there say he shouldn't be in the hall because he was almost like a one-dimensional type back, and the fact that you know he was a ground pound type guy, but he wasn't that elite back. Well, you get like a, a Walter Payton, you know, who can catch the swing passes out the backfield, or 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 the different type, uh, Jim Brown, who was actually a good great receiver as well. But the fact is, the bust he put up some phenomenal numbers. This guy started his career with the uh, the L.A. Rams at that time. Came on, got picked up by the Steelers. The Rams let him go. Came to the Steelers, did a lot of huge things for us. And, you know, a lot of people look at his, his yards his yards per game average, which was, uh, I believe it was 3.9. 3.9. Right. And they look at that as a low settling point because you do have some backs that average a little more. But those backs who average a little more, a lot of them are already in the Hall of Fame. Now, <clears throat> let's let's look at the 3.9 yards a carry. That, that seems okay for, like, an average back. But don't forget, when he's running those 3.9 yards, those four yards of carry, he's got three to four guys on his back while he's doing it. You show me a running back who can do that. You know what I mean? He, granted, he doesn't have the, the finesse of like an, an Eric Dickerson who would pound you but move around you. But that's what the Steelers picked up the bus for, the, the, the ground and pound. That's what the Steelers were all about. Right, because that was the Steelers' um, game. It was like, you know, pass, then we ground you in the submission, and then we used the run game to actually pound you late in games to take over and win the games. Yeah, so, I mean, but then you got to look at the hall. you got to look at guys like Warren Sapp, uh, Michael Strahan, who's doing ABC morning show. I mean, come on. And uh, Sapp, Super Bowl, gets arrested for, uh, pro- you know, like soliciting prostitutes and then slapping them around. That guy, he gets fired by the NFL. I mean, he doesn't, he's jobless now. This is the kind of caliber of people you want in the Hall of Fame. He didn't even do anything during his NFL career. I think, Tiz, you did more. You didn't even play. That's true. <laughs> but the fact is, uh, I believe Warren Sapp, he was a great player. Or, or shall I say a good player in my eyes. But the fact is that Sapp, did he warrant getting into the NFL Hall of Fame already? Hell no. I don't think so. And that, and that's, that's crazy to me. You got guys like Andre Reid who's been fighting years again and who was a tough-as-nails receiver. I'm not a Bills fan by any stretch, but the fact that this guy was a phenomenal receiver, he played so many years with the Bills, and he had to wait forever to get in. And you let Warren Sackman already? Yeah, I don't even think he played 10 years. I mean, it's, it's, when you look at the guys who are in the Hall of Fame, let's take a couple, me and Joe Green, Elsie Greenwood, uh, Franco Harris, Terry Bradshaw, I know all Steelers, but this is a Steelers show. But you look at what these players had to do to get in the Hall of Fame, and uh, you look at somebody like Warren Sapp, and you're like, what, what's going on with the Hall of Fame? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's got to be certain uh, prerequisites to get into this illustrious building, this shrine of football, you might want to call it. it. It's just, you know, I don't want to beat a dead horse with this guy, but, you know, if, if you can talk the talk, you need to walk the walk, and this guy doesn't do it. I agree. You know what? Warren Sapp, he got in. The the bus is in the Hall of Fame as well. So you know what? Much kudos to those guys. But you know what? This is the lunchtime fix here on Steeler Nation Live, and we're going to get it get it to you as quick as we can. And right now, let's go to some other news in the NFL. And one thing I want to talk about really as well is the fact that Adrian Peterson, the, the Vikings, they said if he, he take care of all of his problems, they, they want him. They want him back. Yeah, and he also said he wouldn't mind playing in Dallas either, and he's been a 
been uh, seen and has a couple trips visited to Texas. So, and didn't last year that there's some kind of uh, thing going on with Jerry Jones and Adrian Peterson. They were he contacted Peterson, and I I think the Cowboys were fined because of that because it was one during the during the season. You can't do that. It's a no no. I, I really believe that the Vikes are going to actually you know vie and get this guy back. I mean. They can't afford to lose a back of his quality, especially to lose him to some some other teams out there like the Cowboys and different things like that. So they have to stay on their toes in his offseason and try to work to get Peterson back. Once he, you know, I believe he will take care of that issue what he has with, with the uh, the abuse issue. And it, it was a rough one when you're dealing with a small one, but I believe he will take care of that and move forward. But in uh, other news, uh, Richie Incognito signing with the Buffalo Bills. Well, you know what? He's a football player first, all right? You get, I'm not trying to defend this guy, what he did, what he said, or whatnot. I mean, when do you, get, when do you not give somebody a second chance? I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm not condoning what he did, the things he said. His, um, you know, we could all change. We all make mistakes. You know, we get on that one road, and it's, it's not a good road, and we're trying to help ourselves. This is a business. A lot of people forget this is a business, whether, whether – um, you 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 beat your wife or you beat you beat your kids. That's a separate. That's a criminal matter, not the NFL's matter. However, the NFL doesn't want these people in there. So let's try and fix this. And you know what? Is he a, a changed man? I mean, apparently the Bills think so. So he's a he's a good good football player. Hopefully he's a he's a better man though. Well, I believe he'll add a lot of a lot of fire to what the the Bills need on our offensive line. And not just that, the fact that this guy. You know, he's been ranked high in, in draft classes as well. This guy will do some damage for the Bills. So right now, I believe the Bills, to be honest, are on a great path this year to do some damage. And they, they have to stay focused. And, you know, they have the coach. They have the right coach, I believe, right now. And the fact is that he's got, I don't just think, got to rein those guys in. I'll tell you what, Tiz. I don't think he lasts two years. <laughs> I mean, no. we got, we're we recording a show, and we could go back to it. I guarantee you Rex Ryan, he signed, what, a five-year, five-year contract? He won't last more than two. I guarantee it. I, honestly, I'm taking it right here. I believe that guy is the right coach for the Bills. This guy will set the tone. He wasn't given the he wasn't given the right tools to work with in uh, with the New York Jets. And when he had the right tools with the New York Jets, he actually did well. Uh, <laughs> I, I I beg to differ on that one. <laughs> well, you know what? Let's go on. Like I said, this is the lunchtime fix, guys. We get it out to you quick. You know, we do it on the lunch hour because we want to bring it to you, the fans. Go to the website. We want to see your pictures up there on www.stillernationlive.net. There you see Big Tiz, Big O, and we'll talk about a lot of things going on there. But the top ten free agents that are out there today right now are are huge. I mean, you got the likes of Des Bryant out there, free agent. What do you think about that with Des? Des Bryant coming to Pittsburgh? I, with his attitude, I don't think he's a team player. I, don't, I, I really don't think. He, can he help the team? Absolutely, with his hands. You know, in, in the way he plays football, absolutely. But when you got when you got like Marcus Wheaton, Antonio Brown, you got all those guys there. I mean, there's there's a lot of mouths to feed with that football, and I don't think uh, I don't think he'd do well in Pittsburgh. I don't either. But I'm gonna go straight down the list. We got an American Sioux with the Detroit Lions defensive tackle. He's out there. Don't need him. Justin Houston, Kansas City Chiefs outside pass rusher. What do you think about that? We do need some speed on the outside for the Steelers. He's got he he he, he piques my interest. <laughs> Demarius Thomas for the Denver Broncos wide out. I think we're okay. I think we're set at wide outs to be honest. But you know what? We need that one more. And I think if we get him cheap, I think we should go for him. 
I mean, I'd I'd give up a, a late round draft pick for him. Well, the thing about change. it is the money. The money. No, I think we could for for to come. It, it's it, we're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're not talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're not talking about the Jets. We're talking about the Steelers. Anybody would love to come to this team. I'm telling you. And you also don't forget now we have Jason Paul, Jason Pierre Paul from New York Giants defensive end. Um, That's more speed on the outside. There's a lot of guys. There's a lot of free agents that the Steelers could bank on to get in into camp and do some damage. Yeah, but I think Paul is going to be asked for some ridiculous money. Exactly. Julius Thomas, uh, Denver Broncos tight end. I think we're pretty much set. I think with the the way the Pittsburgh Steelers are looking for in the future as far as tight ends is draft. I hear you. Randall Cobb, Green Bay wideout. He's out there. I mean, they're now this track. This this free agent list right here is going to be huge. Now, Randall Cobb, he's in a situation in Green Bay where there's a lot of receivers, and he always ends up getting the ball a lot. So I think a guy like Cobb would fit perfectly with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I was hoping Lance Moore would play that role, and he did a, when, he had, when he was called upon, he did his job, but Lance Moore didn't want to be that guy. So guess what? Bye-bye. There's the door. We don't need you. Randall Cobb would be a perfect fit. Hey, and, let's, and we got two more left, and let me tell you right now, DeMarco Murray, Dallas Cowboy running back. What do you think? You think he's going to stay in-house? You think Romo's going to take that pay cut if they need to keep these guys in-house? And he's got to take a huge pay cut if that's the instance because you got to get Des Bryant in camp too. Well, here's the deal with this. Getting back to Adrian Peterson and the Dallas Cowboys. Now, DeMarco Murray, you, you know he will not share that backfield with Adrian Peterson. So if DeMarco Murray, he wants to cry and buy more money, this and that, he can go. I, I guarantee you the Cowboys don't care because they will get Peterson. They will replace DeMarco Murray. As far as DeMarco Murray coming to Pittsburgh, that's not going to happen because he will not share the backfield. And I guarantee you Le'Veon Bell will not share the backfield either. You've got mirror image running backs, the same kind of style. They're both equal, as I, as, in my eyes, as awesome Hall, future Hall of Fame running backs. DeMarco Murray and Le'Veon Bell would not work in our backfield. I agree with you totally on that, especially, you know, sharing the load like that. That that will not work out for the Steelers. And one one at the end, possible free agents out there, Larry Fitzgerald for the Arizona Cardinals. There's a possibility the Cardinals will not be able to sign this guy for the money he's asking right now. So, I mean, he's out there. I don't know if he's a viable option for the Steelers, but the fact is this list right now, this is a huge list. This is the hugest this list has been in years for the for the free agents that are out there. Now, if, if he if he's going to leave Arizona because of money, you're going to go to the wrong place in Pittsburgh because you won't get it with us. I, I I'm sorry, the name might sell it, Larry Fitzgerald, but you know what? The Steelers ain't buying it. Hey guys, like I said, we wanted to get the news out to you guys as soon as we get it here on Steeler Nation Live. We're a Steeler radio station, but the fact is, we want to get news out there, NFL news to you guys as well. So we appreciate you guys for tuning in here on Still Nation Live. Before we go, Big Tiz, let me let me let me throw this at you. Backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Gradkowski, is he the backup? You're talking free agents. There's a bunch of free agents out there that the Pittsburgh Steelers can use who were number one quarterbacks will be perfect for backup. Josh McGowan, he's he's got released by the Buccaneers. Perfect. I mean, I would love to have him, you know, backing up Ben. And here's another one. Two words for you, Brian Hoyer. You know what? He he did the dance in Pittsburgh. He did a great job. And then everybody got healthy, so we had to release him. Hey, well, there, don't like be said, surprised. This upcoming draft, there's a lot of things to look at. Should the Steelers right now start looking for a quarterback? Yeah, somebody, absolutely. Somebody absolutely. start molding. You got Roethlisberger, who 
who's getting a lot of is going to get a lot of money this year. And the fact that Roethlisberger's getting a lot of money, you have to start finding somebody to mature in his spot. Roethlisberger, 33 years old, turning this year, still a great quarterback, and I believe he's still got some time in him. But the fact is, can can he can he make it through the pounding? Yeah, but Landry Jones, when we picked him up, I told you you. You were right, Big Tiz. You you were like, I don't know if this kid's gonna be in. And I'm like, yes, I'm so happy. He's what he's almost like a Roethlisberger esque. I mean, the size, the power, and he's just been nothing but a total letdown since we got him. So, I right now I'm on the boat with you, Big Tiz. Landry Jones is not the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We need to draft a quarterback this year. So we when we get Ben for at least three to four more years, that's perfect time to mold. We'll get like a Josh McCowan or. Um, or Brian Hoyer to back him up in case we get injured. I mean, that's where we'll, we have to get a quarterback in early in this in this draft. Hey, guys, there you go again. Like I said, we are at the end of the show here. Lunchtime Fix, Steeler Nation Live. We appreciate you guys checking us out. Go to the website again, www.steelernationlive.net. There you see Big Tiz, Big O, and you'll see pictures out there. Put your pictures up there. We want to see our Steeler fans out there, and we want you guys to show the other leagues, the other players, the other – fans out there how we do it in black and yellow but you know what we want to say thanks to you guys for writing on the walls leaving us reviews letting us know how you feel about the show whether it's good or bad we take it all in and we make it work you know that's how we do it here on still a nation live and since it's lunch hour folks you know what time it is it's time to go down to mcginney sports pub 2246 east river road henrietta home of the pittsburgh steelers rochester football fan club go down there for special deals on food meals drinks specials over 20 HD flat screen TVs to your sporting event. Football's not happening right now, but we got hockey. We got basketball. We got it all. Come on down and see Sally McGinney's 2246 East Henrietta Road, Rochester, New York. And we'll see you next week on Still a Nation Live. What? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.